Welcome to the S&M Experience. Vocal warm-ups. So you guys want to go see cats? Let's go I see cats. All in. It's got Taylor Swift in it. Was she the sexy cat? Matt, they're all sexy cats. That's the thing. When I watched it, I'm like, this looks like I'm supposed to be kind of turned on by these cats because they're all in skin tight. That's. But at the same the time, they're like, oh, kind of uncomfortable. That's the one thing I feel like this is like, just that trailer probably awoke something in so many people and they don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit uncomfortable how sexy it was, but also uncomfortable in that it didn't quite, wasn't quite there sexy wise. That makes sense. You pounce on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a weird middle ground that I don't yeah. want to be in. Too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> But like not sexy enough because it's kind of disturbing. I don't know. Matt's not in sexy. Not Matt's sexy. in sexy cat limbo right now. Yeah, sexy cat purgatory. Like, am I going to sexy cat purgatory? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, and welcome everybody to the S and M experience. I am uh, one of your hosts. I guess you can call me Stephen T. Host. <laughs> uh, and I am Matthew Miner. I'm Jim Pepper. They are yeah. forcing me to be on the show. We have her at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking move. <laughs> okay, guys, I think, uh, you know, we were just talking about Cats, the new trailer, and uh, I think that leads right into the theme, because that trailer was a dream come true. Sure was. Absolutely. So um, that's going to lead me to an uh, opening question here, guys. What would you say would be a dream come true for you? So the other day, in... Uh, we watched a movie. Babe? Might have been Babe. No, it wasn't Babe, because the, the credit in the movie was like, uh, Ugly Douchebag or something like that. Oh, uh, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, it was a Stranger Things. Anyway, oh. the name, the guy had something douchebag in it. I'm like, I would yeah. love a uh, movie credit like that. Like, just oh, one. I just yeah, want yeah. one. That'd be a dream come true. Like, I am, like, skinny douchebag guy. I'm like, <laughs> skinny I would put that on every resume I send out. Like, I am skinny douchebag guy. I'm not just acting for... resumes, like any resume. Oh yeah, any resume. Like the, the more unrelated <laughs> it is to acting, the better. Yeah, that'd be, be a my dream come true. Chad, how about you? I think that I just read about that too. It's a uh, rich douchebag Todd, I believe, was the credit. Yes, you're bang on. Yeah, that was yeah. him. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wish you had said that because I think mine would be like somebody told me this week that uh, the girl in Stranger Things, the new one, Robin. Yeah. Uh, that's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. And I was I like, looked, mind yeah. blown, because I didn't know. And then I was like, oh, man, that's cool. So I wish, maybe not for, like, that series, but ideally that series, like, if I could get cast as, like, you know, while it is in its prime and successful, like, time, like a similar role, that would be rad. Like a rich douchebag Todd? No, not oh. no. Like a better like, one than that. Like, like a, the manager like a, of the ice cream shop. No, I'm talking about her role in particular. If she had not occupied it, oh, I, I would really enjoy. But I'm too old. You can skew younger. Yeah, and she's we, perfect for that. But I really Nancy like Wheeler a dream come not. true would be like a Netflix original cast in its prime, and you get like a cool role in it. But it's yeah. like people love the series, but then they're like, oh, she didn't wreck it. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> we accept it. <laughs> See, anyway, you didn't ask the question. Steve, what's your dream? My dream come true, I guess. 
Um, I guess I could tie mine to Stranger Things. I guess a few weeks ago I had a dream that I was hanging out with Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, in a grocery store looking at cereal. And then I dropped some, like, really cool, like, flirty line. And it, like, really worked. So I guess that would be my dream. Do you want to know what my flirty line was with Hopper in my dream? Sure. So Hopper was working in my... We were working in, like, a hospital. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know why I'd be working in a hospital. Uh, And he comes over, and he had his scrubs on. And he goes... Puts his arm on mine, and he goes... Listen, we're inevitable. That was his line. Yeah, that's that's good dream writing. That's good dream writing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds I like a famous mind. You don't remember? No. Oh. I feel like it's probably not as good. My 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 dream writing is not as good as I think it is uh, outside of the dream. I think Winona Ryder seems like someone you you would find in the grocery aisle. Yeah. Like in real in life, the, just like, living in real life. If I I had to find her right now for some reason. I'd probably first go to the grocery aisle. The grocery aisle. That there's one. The cereal aisle. The no, the cereal, cereal aisle. aisle. Sorry, this is grocery aisle. Yeah. They're all grocery aisles. That's but true. But one in particular. She just seems like that kind of person that would be standing there stressing a lot over which cereal to get because <laughs> it's a very overwhelming experience that particular aisle. Matt, did you have a dream about someone from Stranger Things? Nah. Liar. Really? Was it was it Dustin? Those <laughs> <laughs> teeth. You guys sang that song together. Hey, see if have you watched all of Stranger Things? I did. I I binged it. That was the first uh, thing I've binged in a day. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Holy. We have two more episodes, but I have a theory about what's gonna happen with Dustin. I have a theory. Yeah. I don't, I will skip it because I don't want you to confirm or deny my theory. He explodes. Yeah, I figured. Cool. You guys want to jump into the writer's room? Yeah, I do. Oh, wait, yeah. no, before we do that, sorry, before we do that, I forgot. I, this is, um, a couple episodes ago, we uh, submitted for the annual podcast awards, The Potties. We did, yeah. So, uh, I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about this. This is very exciting. We got, uh, we got, we just heard back from Excellent. the, uh, the potty people. And, um, I just got the note here. Get the right there. Got it right here. This year's the year. This year, we were really hoping for like a best series. Um, let's see here. Um, hello, some experience. Da, da, da. Okay. So, okay, so we didn't get a nod for best podcast. <coughs> but there are some nominations here. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jennifer, uh, best female comedy host. Yeah, right. Oh, that's pretty good. Nominated, nominated. That's wow. pretty great. That's wow. Great. Um, let's see, we got one here. Best writing for a comedy podcast, Steven. Nice. Congrats, great. Steve. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. All right. It's an um, honor to be nominated. It's, yeah. Let's see what else we got. There's a couple more here. Um, best engineering, I some experience. Dwayne. Oh. Dwayne the intern. Nice, Dwayne. We give him a hard time, but he does, he's been putting a lot of hours. A lot of hours. A lot of lowly paid hours. Are we yeah. gonna tell him about that? We'll tell. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Well, great job, Dwayne. Um, we got here best, best comedy guest, Agnes and Iris. Oh yeah. Wow. You know what they do? Agnes and Iris. They do. Um, there's one more here. Best comedy duo, Stephen and Jennifer. What? That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's amazing. Is there, so that's uh. 
Is it? There must yeah. be more. There must be something else. I feel like in they've there. covered everything. Yeah, I think that's that's all. That's all the ones. There's, yeah, we got five nominations. That's pretty. You sure, we didn't get. Is there a back to that piece of paper? Is it printed um, on the back? No, it just says you know uh, the awards are uh, December twelfth. Uh, the uh, ceremonies in. Do, do, do you think uh, they messed up though, or something? Like, because I just I didn't see my name anywhere on there. Um, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll peruse it again. I mean, so we got best female host Jennifer, best writing Steven, best engineer Dwayne, comedy duo Jennifer Steve, Amy Sinaris. Um, um I mean, maybe they like they over. There was an oversight. Do you guys do you guys ever think though that you know maybe awards don't really matter? Like awards don't really signify mm, anything. They're kind of nice though, aren't they? Like, I mean, it's, it's a nice thing to put on your resume, and you know, it's a, uh, you know, I've got lots of shelf space. It's nice to maybe, maybe just nominate. It's like an honor just be nominated. Isn't it just like a kind of like a big popularity contest, like high school all over again? Is it? Though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we put a lot of hard work. I think we really you know earned yeah, a lot of these nominations. Is it good? I guess. Yeah, well, that's that's a lot of fun. All right, congrats, congrats, Jen. Yeah, congrats, Steve. That's cool. Congrats, and, Dwayne. And Matt, and Matt, you help with some of this stuff. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think, yeah, we like kind of share the nominations. Maybe they just like so. rolled ours into one person. Like they yeah. said, best host, and and thought maybe. I mean, it's just best duo. I mean. I don't know. Maybe you uh, could be happy for us, though. This feels yeah. a lot like when I ran for student council and they announced the number of votes that each person got. And you guys all said that you voted for me. I definitely voted for definitely you. Definitely did. But there's only two votes and I voted for myself. So like one of you definitely didn't. I, Dibs, it wasn't me. It wasn't you? Oh man, Jen, why would you say that? What do you mean? I definitely voted for him. I definitely voted for him. Oh. We both couldn't have done it. You obviously didn't do it. Guys, you know I wanted to be treasurer so badly. <laughs> and you were. There was no other opponent. Yeah. I just, the, the, the vote thing just kind of burns me still. Just, Why just a little bit. Why would they put this vote on it if there was no opponent? That's a fair question. <laughs> All right, you guys want to jump into the writer's room? Yeah. yeah. First, I got to go grab my laundry. I'll be right back. Writer's room. Writer's room. Writer's room. Go around, lads. It's time for the writer's room. Kawabanga. I'm back. Did you put my laundry in? I did. Thank you. I'm back and I'm ready to podcast. Because this year I'm getting one of those potties for sure. Matt, it's 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 not a, it's not a big deal. I mean. It is a big deal. Matt, it's, it's not a big deal. It's, I just. He's I should have waited to the end. I, sh- I just, I don't want. You heard him. No, it's cool. This has motivated me to become the best goddamn co-host that podcasting has ever seen. All right, no, that's that's the way to do it. You know? Let's read sure. this, fucker, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so today we're reading a script. Um, it's called Ten Points to Gryffindor," uh, which, if you're not familiar, is a Harry Potter thing. Um. How are we doing this with that? So, Matt. Yeah, that's me. You want to be Snape? Hell yeah, I do. Jen, did you want to be Dumbledore? Or am I doing Dumbledore? You can do Dumbledore. I'll do Dumbledore here? Okay. I'll be Minerva. Do you want to also and read the directions? I'll read yeah. the directions, yeah, sure. 
Cool. All right. Um, this that's is all the right? Steve's yeah. amazing script. You ready? Oh, don't say it's amazing off the top. I think it's amazing. This is Steve's garbage script. Okay, there Steve's you go. absolute pile of crap. Here we go. <laughs> Interior, the Great Hall, night. Another year at Hogwarts has come to an end. All the students are gathered for a feast. Dumbledore, McGonagall, and Snape are at the head of the hall. Dumbledore rises. Another year gone, and now, as I understand it, the House Cup needs awarding, and the points stand thus. In fourth place, Gryffindor with 312 points. In third place, Hufflepuff with 352 points. In second place, Ravenclaw with 426 points. And in first place, with 472 points, Slytherin House. Slytherin House cheers. Harry and his friends are disappointed. Dumbledore continues. Yes, yes, well done, Slytherin House. However, recent events must be taken into account, and I have a few last-minute points to award. Students murmur excitedly. <laughs> to Miss Hermione Granger, for the cool use of intellect while others were in grave peril, ten points. Students cheer. To Mr. Ronald Weasley, for the best-played game of chess that Hogwarts has seen these many years, ten points. More cheers. Um, let's see, what else, what else? Uh, Mr. Neville Longbottom, your name amuses me and makes me chuckle, like it's a butt that is tall but not plump. Mr. Tallbutt, ten points. All right, Albus, it's clear you're playing favorites. Playing what? I don't know that game. I've played Quidditch, but not this favorites you speak of. Hmm. Dumbledore checks his scoreboard and sees Gryffindor is still losing by quite a bit. Shit. Well done, everyone. I think... No, no, wait. There are still more reason events, more points. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, Fred and George... You two look exactly the same. That's... Actually, I don't like that. That, that freaks me out. Never mind, never mind. Uh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, this guy. He knows what he did. Good job, that guy. 20 points. What are you doing? This is getting ridiculous. You know what's ridiculous? Your soccer mom haircut. Why don't you go back, go get a job at Hot Topic, you downer? I believe Severus may have a point. I believe I have points. More points to award. More points to award? Did I fucking stutter, Severus? Huh? No, but... But, but what? You got a problem? Take it up with the headmaster. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. Uh, let's see. To Ron. Uh, where is he? Ronnie. Ron Bon Jovi. Hey. For not telling anyone that it was I who clogged the third floor washrooms with a turd... That could choke a basilisk. Mmm, 38 points. Minerva, could you talk some sense into him? I'm afraid he won't listen. Problem? We got a problem here? Albus. Oh, oh, listen to that nasty tone. You want to step outside? You want to duel? Huh? I'll duel you. I'll duel you so fucking hard. Snape averts his eyes and shakes his head. Oh, that's what I thought. Hey, Snape, here's a spell for you. Accio testicles. Maybe use it next time you want to be a big boy, huh? All right, all right, we get it. We all see what you're doing. 
What? Huh? I'm just awarding some last-minute under-the-wire points that all happen to be going to the same house. Yeah, that's what's happening. Hey, I thought you would want Potter to win because of you-know-who. I hear you gently weeping every night for her. Albus! Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking went there. Tears well up in Snape's eyes. Yeah, why don't you go cry some more, Hot Topic? Snape walks away. You'll get yours. Just wait till book six. What's that? Snape stops in the doorway. He pretends he didn't say anything. You know what? Severus Snape, for being a little bitch. 20 points from Slytherin. Snape, astounded by Dumbledore's actions, shakes his head. Dumbledore pretends to use his wand, raises his middle finger towards Snape. McGonagall has finished her glass of wine. She grabs the bottle and starts drinking from it. Uh, lastly, Harry Potter, Harry P, for you doing and uh, just being like, for you just doing you and just being like super cool, let's see, uh... He checks the score again and sees Gryffindor is behind Slytherin by 52 points. Oh, I don't know, 53 points to Gryffindor. Hooray! Great job, Harry Potter. Harry, Harry, Harry. Boom! The banners change from Slytherin to Gryffindor. Exterior, courtyard, night. Snape gently weeps with a photo of Lily. (laughs) Oh. And scene. Matt, that was great. That was really great, Steve. I love that script so much. That is a gem. What I think I like about it is that it's basically the exact same scene. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Just uh, taken to the extreme. Like, even when I first read that, I'm like, back when I was 11 or so, I'm like, you know what? Dumbledore's being a bit of a dick here. Yeah. Like, he gave, he gave Slytherin so much hope. Yeah. So Do you guys want to know something truth. crazy? Mm-hmm. I've never watched or read a Harry Potter before. You never even Get watched them? Get the fuck out. I thought I was making up something. <laughs> Steven, you're Steven, a genius. You're out of control. Yeah. Are you serious? No. I don't even know. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll make up a game where they fly around on brooms and throw balls. I'll call it, like, Quidditch. Get out. (laughs) Get out of here. Get out of here. Matt, I think you really went above and beyond on that, though. Your reading of Snape was was perfect. I think I really nailed that accent. I don't even call it an accent. A uh, a cadence. It's more, uh, yeah, yeah. A rhythm. You just, you've got, you're so good. Your mimicry. Your mimicry is, 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 is astounding. My name is Professor Severus Snape. Oh my god, it's like, it's like Alan Rickman's in the room. Except he's not, because he's dead. He's back from the dead, and oh, he's living inside so of me. Guys, uh... <laughs> Do you have a problem, Jennifer? Don't be mean to Alan Rickman. Not, not being mean to Alan Rickman. He's a genius. He's the best. He's the best. R.I.P. Movie pictures, bitches. Let's all go to the lobby. So today for movie pitchings, we're gonna pitch a movie, and I don't understand what it means. I'll tell so, you what it means. What we're pitching is a morals movie for today's kids. Yeah. Don't Jen, make, drop some truth make, on me. Don't here. make it sound so lame, Steve. I was saying that we should, like, pitch another, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind of movie where it's all about, like, you know, uh, a moral, right? Like, there's some pretty terrible kids in that movie, and bad things happen to all of them. And Except we, for Charlie. 
except for Charlie, because he's the only morally upstanding mm-hmm. uh, child. But maybe we could do a story for today's modern children, because they're not going to watch that shit. But, like, no. what is going to tear them away from their iPods? What is going to tear them away from their iPods and pay attention? Uh, it could be, like, a child's version of The Purge. Who knows? Actually, it dawns on me right now that the movie Saw is very much like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They all go uh-huh. to a fun house of sorts. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all there because they did some... Or, I guess... Charlie and Chocolate Factory, they all are bad people and they do bad things, get But they want it. a prize. Right. And in Saw, they've done bad yeah. things and they only get out unscathed if they're good people or if they cut off their legs, something like that. Yeah. Matt, I feel like that fell apart. <laughs> it did. In my head, I'm like, oh, wow, they're like the same movie. The more I start talking about it, I'm like, never, never mind. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was a real stretch. Well, do you guys get what I'm saying, though? Like, a moral movie that's, like, all about being a good person, but has scary undertones? I think, though, we are going to have to take a horror film bent to this, because kids these days... Well, do uh, what you got to do, but I'm interested in this kind of movie. Like, yeah. what so, would you classify Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as? Like, an adventure movie with a moral at the end? Hardcore horror. <laughs> well, the tunnel scene, version. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Ooh. Oh boy. Not Johnny Depp. We're talking Gene Gene Wilder here. Yeah. I only watch remakes. Get out of here. So should we establish <laughs> what the moral is? Like, what are we trying to teach kids these days? I don't know. Maybe this is not a genre. No, I think it's a genre. <laughs> we're like, we're trying to sneak in some like. We want to put a message in there. Morality. Uh. Get off your damn iPads, you assholes. Okay, so let me pitch you this idea then. Okay. Lay it on us. Aliens come invade Earth. The aliens all look suspiciously like iPads. And the kids have to turn them all off and not look at them. Otherwise, they'll be hypnotized and become uh, the worst nightmare. Which what, what is a kid's worst nightmare to become today? Basic. Yeah, they all become basic. <laughs> if they don't what if it's more like a black mirror episode for children like the aliens don't have to be uh, that but like there is a new social network it even could be the social network that they have but all the what ways... if it's what if it's noodler nice yeah, yeah they all get noodler and uh it's making them just miserable and they become little zombies because it's mm-hmm. all about those likes. They want the likes. Yeah, and there's one kid who doesn't get it. Yeah. Just one. And he's good like Charlie. Okay. So it's basically just Charlie and Chocolate Factory. No, they didn't sign up for anything. There is there a lot of chocolate though, right? Social oh. media. Charlie so. and the social media problem. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, help me out. I'm trying. <laughs> Oh, okay, so... Oh my god, Maybe it's about being a mean friend when they're trying to help you. Maybe that's the moral. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) What if we do a steampunk thing? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. I'm shutting that down right the fuck now. (laughs) For the world. Do you you want a Cats trailer on your hands? (laughs) Shut what if we're down. doing uh, retro futurists? And, uh, no, <laughs> we're talking a little bit of a uh, little bit of brass, 
A little bit of Victorian London. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what if... Um, okay, so this, I'll go in a different direction. What if there's, like, a catnip factory? Mm-hmm. And um, no. there's, like, this one cat. He's, like, kind of raggedy. He's, like, a stray. And he loves catnip. But he never gets catnip because he's a stray. He has no owner. And then he's got his, like, little family. And, uh, and then the catnip factory's like, hey... We're gonna give away a tour of the catnip factory Whoa. to cats, wow. and all the cats are like, "Oh my god!" And all these like fancy, like there's a fancy like Persian cat that gets a ticket. Oh yeah, there's like golden tickets in the catnip, wow. and so the, this Persian cat gets a golden ticket and it goes to the thing, and then like a fancy like Siamese cat gets a ticket and he mm-hmm. goes, and like like a fancy like one of those um, hairless cats. There's a super obese cat. Yeah. Um, and then there's Charlie's this like little scraggly uh, tomcat. Yeah. And then he gets a ticket somehow, and they go to this catnip factory, and they sing. So you just made Charlie in the chocolate factory, but with cats. That was actually a pretty killer idea. I think kids would I guess, actually I guess watch I that. <laughs> yeah. No, though you saying that, I could see Hollywood selling that like crazy. I mean, Cats has musicals. Yes. I mean, Cats has music. Charlie's Chocolate. They have music. Yep. Cats can eat chocolate dogs can't eat chocolate okay okay i don't know how that comes in but i'm down i'm just listing facts you oh said sure. they were going to these are facts about cats so they go to the catnip factory and uh-huh. then the aliens that look like ipads come down yeah and if they this use them they're gonna most productive writer's room <laughs> of all time well we just got we got combined all these killer no. ideas okay i have a challenge for each of you sure you have to do one adjustment to the Cats movie to make it acceptable. Like, you're going to change this one thing about the Cats trailer. Not the one we just talked about, but the original no. one that we saw. And it just makes it all the better. What is it? Um, You can see all the Cats' dicks. Yeah, I think a more explicit. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now, as I explained earlier, it's just a make weird people... zone. Make people even more confused about their sexuality. Yeah, because it's sort of sexy, but it's not sexy enough to be like, that's supposed to be sexy. Just a James Corden cat strutting around with a big old wang. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, make it like a a mob movie with cats in it. Oh, I I see. Don't you think that would... (laughs) Oh, I see, he says. Don't you think that would make it better? Change something about the design of the cats. Sopranos, but with freaking cats in it? Oh, that'd be great. I'd like, see that. Like, take out the musical element. And guys, it's just Sopranos, but with cats. Here's the movie I'm going to pitch to you guys. Okay. Sopranos. <laughs> That's what I just said. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, but I came up with the title. And okay, funny. but... That, <laughs> yeah, but I came up Tony with... Tony Soprano. <laughs> yeah. And there's Big Pussy Cat. There's the Russian. Sure. He just disappears at some point. I've never seen it. <laughs> but have you seen that classic picture of the bulldogs playing poker? Yes. yes. It'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's but a great idea. Cats. Do you guys want to do a scene from The Sopranos? I do, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we uh, okay. definitely have something there. Something. Not we'll sure what, but we got something. We'll review it in post. Yep. Yep, and we'll not make sense of it at all. Mm-mm. The point is, the moral of the story is, 
Uh, do some research before you want to pitch a movie. <laughs> it's the next franchise. Harry Potter, Fast and Furious, Twilight, Spider-Man, French Toast. So today's franchise. So that's one. This is, this is a segment where we like to uh, come up with the next great movie franchise because we're so good at pitching movie ideas. <laughs> so, uh, but this time we have a bit of a better start on it. Um, so today uh, we're gonna make the next franchise. A lot of toys are popular movies. Transformers, Battleship. That one took off like hot <laughs> kicks. So today, uh, Polly Pocket. And there's also the uh, the male version of that toy, the uh, Mighty Max. You may, may remember these? A little bit of that '90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Little uh, what were they like? The Polly Pockets were like heart shaped things. Yeah, not always. They like were all kinds of shapes. Flower Some shapes too. Some of them too. were clams and flowers and houses. Would you be disappointed if you got a Polly Pocket that was a clam shape and you open it up, it's just full of clams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were awesome. I loved them. I looked at the Ma- the Mighty Max line, and the one I had, I didn't realize it at the time, but it is just a total ripoff of Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, like a child. Like, it had a rolling boulder, I think, and everything. Like, yeah. man, there's some real infringement going on there. <laughs> I think the smart thing that we would have to do with this in today's market would be to play up the gender stereotypes of these mm-hmm. yeah. to try to, like, crush those. Good right. idea, good idea. Oh, yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? So, uh, what if it's kind of like the Truman Show, um, where people are living in this fantasy perfect land, but something feels a little bit off, uh, particularly that they can only stand in like four different spots in this world. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what if there's a land where there's just more spots to stand in? And that's considered a bit of a revolutionary idea. Yeah, so it's like them becoming sentient. Basically, they kind realize that there's something else out the there. in the Pocket world. Yeah. And I'm so getting they, out of their world. There's an epic scene where they, like, they have the... Do you, do you get multiple little figures in the Polly Pocket set? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Okay, so, like, they're, like, they try to throw the other person over the edge. Because normally they can't even get to the edge because they're going to stand in one spot at a time. Right. Yeah. And then there's another epic scene where, like, the sky opens up. Whoa. And there's, like, a god. And they're, like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I like it. This is starting to feel like the Lego movie. Oh. It is. It is. But that was a good movie. So That was a good movie. <laughs> We're just copying what we know. Yeah, I just copied so the Truman what Show. What if there's a Polly Pocket factory? And <laughs> <laughs> And it's covered in chocolate and Oompa Loompas. Yeah, and there's a cat, and it keeps knocking the Polly Pocket off of the table. Can we even do anything with the Polly Pocket franchise? Like, can you? Let's just come up with as many Polly Pocket playsets for today that we can. That's maybe a good idea. We'll skip the movie for once. We don't have to do movies. We can do just new products. Just make new, a new toys product. for it. Yeah. Corporate Polly Pocket. Ooh, that's. She never I like existed that. in like anything outside of a nice neighborhood. But maybe she has to go to work now. Okay. Yeah. What, Ooh, what, maybe that's what, the movie. What is the shell for corporate Polly Pocket? Uh, it's a giant, scary corporate building. So it's got several a... floors that you can open up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What if it's a briefcase you open up and then there's uh, a tower? Oh, yeah, that's good. A briefcase and then extendable tower. Oh, wow. That's really fun. What about Mighty Max meets Mad Max? That'd be fun. 
I'd watch that. It's a little, it's a little gasoline canister. Mm-hmm. I like this version of this better, where we're getting new toys out of it, new merch. Yeah, new merch. Did they try to new merchandise merch. Mad Max? Could you buy Mad Max fun things for kids, or is that movie just like too crazy for kids to really watch? I feel it's probably just too crazy for kids. Yeah, that'd be that's probably traumatizing. Movie. That's that was the tagline of the movie, Matt. Don't you remember <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road? Too crazy for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids can maybe watch the first ones because they're kind of like they're old enough to be feel kind of goofy, but the new ones. Yeah. Uh, I never saw the beginning ones. Actually, they're pretty violent. What am I talking about? What are you yeah. talking about? I think we introduced Polly Pocket to the working world. Yeah. She's been comfy in neighborhoods this whole time. Polly Pocket grows up the, with you. Yeah, let's put her in the working world and like make her sit through awful meetings and like that's what the commercial is. It's like make Polly sit through <laughs> awful meetings. <laughs> Hey, Paula, you got those uh, budget numbers? <laughs> I need new stapler. <laughs> Polly Pocket goes on a coffee run. No, she has a better job than that, Steve. She's not an intern. No, she's going to get her own coffee because she's an independent woman. Oh, on yeah. her way to work? Yeah, that's fine. That's obviously what I mean. Oh, yeah, there'll be like a little Starbucks one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cute. Yeah. She There's has a like little... a little boutique to buy her little suits. There's a little Whole Foods one she goes to for groceries. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Her her Polly Pocket. So it's not like a Polly Pocket, nice big neighborhood house. It's now like a, a Polly Pocket studio apartment. Yeah. In the big yeah. city. Ooh, you know what? This got real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put her in the studio apartment. And there's, there's like an occasional section. boyfriend. Like he's not Mad Max, but it's just like occasional boyfriend who stays over. <laughs> She swiped right on this guy. He's a musician. <laughs> There's the uh, the crushing student debt from the unnecessary MBA that she pursued. Yeah, that's an accessory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want it, but you need it. <laughs> the actual corporate office, yeah. Polly Pocket, won't open without a key that's inside the MBA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it comes with a boss figurine who has angry eyebrows. Nice. Yeah, I like this. I think this works. Yeah, I like that too. Let's sell children a new dream. So we Let's failed to make sell. a, we failed to make a, a morals movie, but we did succeed in making a new line of Polly Pockets. Yeah. Okay. Success. With a crushing corporate theme. Mm-hmm. Crushing. This is inspiring. <laughs> Steve, you can have it all. Is it? You can have it all. Is it, Jim? You can have the dream. You can have the musician boyfriend, you can have the uh, studio apartment, the, the crushing debt, you can have the, yeah. the anxiety. Part of the new Polly Pocket is doing math. Doing math? Yeah, math, not math. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's fun. Yeah, great ideas, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everybody, today's sponsor is Bill's Mime Company. Take it away, Bill. But don't take Bill's word for it. Listen to what some of his many satisfied customers have to say. Um, to be honest, I just wanted someone to clean my house. Uh, but one of Bill's mimes came, and he did it. And you know what? 
he didn't make much noise doing it, so I'm, I'm happy with that. I uh, hired Bill's mimes to uh, perform at my son's birthday party, but uh, the mime, when he dropped him off, seemed to be stuck in some sort of uh, box, um, and he couldn't get out of it. And uh, he never made it to the backyard. He just stayed on the sidewalk in front of the house for, for 45 minutes. I tried to offer some water, but he, there was some sort of barrier, and he just couldn't get through it. So, five stars. Um, so I thought it was Bill's Lime Company. So I ordered like a like a hundred limes because I was having like a party, and Bill delivered a hundred mimes. So, like, that's great that he can do that. Like, if I needed 100 mimes, but I did not need 100 mimes. And it was a terrible party. I like to hire Bill's mimes because I like the strong, silent type. I also just love the art of mime. I ordered Bill's Mime Company for our corporate party because last year got too out of control. People were, um, well, let's not say what people were doing, but, uh, Bill's Mimes just, like, took care of that issue for us. People just were very turned off, and they did not want to touch one another. So uh, it, was, it, was, it was great from a corporate perspective. If you're, if you're looking for something that is going to keep the party just, you know, down at a 4 or 5, a steady 4 or 5, uh, Bill's Mimes are great. So I brought uh, Bill's Mimes up to a winter retreat for my company. It was way up north in the middle of nowhere. I asked them if they needed to lift home, and they just rode away in a make-believe canoe, and I haven't seen them since. Um, my name's Ralph from Wilson's School for the Blind. I hired Bill's Mime Company to perform at our uh, year-end assembly, and I think the kids loved it. Um, my ex-husband wouldn't shut up. Bill's mom, I don't have that problem. That's Bill's Mime Company. Use code for 20% off on your next mime rental. Alright, uh, so we're doing, uh, we have a guest in the studio with us right now. He's going to do some uh, movie reviews. Alright. Um, he was, did some uh, reviews of movies last summer. He's back with us again. Uh, welcome, uh, Dennis St. Denis. Yeah, welcome. Hey, it's great to see you again. Oh, hello, hello. How are you guys? It's me. Um, here, I watch some movies again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love the movie. You guys like you guys see any good movies lately? Yeah. Yeah, we saw uh, Toy Story 4. Yeah. That was yep. oh, yes. Toy Story 4 was awesome. What mm. did you think? Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh. Oh, well, what have you seen? Well, I, uh, I've got a couple of uh, quick reviews here. Some movies, you know, some people maybe uh, some of these are out on uh, DVD or mm-hmm. uh, streaming now. You may want to uh, maybe check out some of these. Uh, the first movie I watched was uh, the new Avengers movie. Oh, yeah. I heard that was really great. Avengers Endgame. Oh, Matt. Oh, I have to disagree. Oh, okay. All right. It it was shit. Uh-huh. Endgame. Yeah, I wish this game ended a lot more quickly. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. People oh. were people were saying it's really good. Yeah, I, I, it's not. I'll, I'll give my take. So it's, you know, at the end of the movie, there was the last movie. There was a big cliffhanger. Everyone, everyone 
about half the people die. Mm-hmm. But do you know when I, I knew that everyone was going to come back to life? What was that? At the end of the last movie when everyone died, because they already announced a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, again, it was such a long movie again, like three hours. Mm-hmm. I think Black Widow had the right idea when she jumped off a cliff halfway through. Ooh. <laughs> I wish I was right there with her. Ooh, man. <laughs> Let's see what else we saw this week. Not this week, but this summer. Uh, speaking of the Midsummer, I watched Midsummer. Okay. You guys see this one? You can see this one. No, no I heard I, about it, though. Yeah, yeah don't watch movie? it. It's shit. Yes, ah. it's a horror movie. Oh, More like bad. a horrible movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is another movie where I envy the people who jump off a cliff halfway through the movie. Oh. Yeah, you don't have to join a Swedish cult to see a sacrifice. You can just sit through this shit and sacrifice two and a half hours of your life. Ooh, man. (laughs) If you enjoy movies with unlikable people doing really dumb things and lots of talk of college theses, this is the movie for you. Uh, Another uh, big Disney. Disney had a big summer. Mm-hmm. Another yeah, one they had. Another one they had. You saw the Toy Story. I saw the Avengers. I also saw the Lion King. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot of good stuff, eh? Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's the circle of shit. Oh. Oh. Let's take an animated classic and make a live version where we animate the animals. <laughs> <laughs> they look so real, but they can't emote because they're lions. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't have any genitals. It's. They look so real, and then it's just nothing. Oh, it's, really? It's a weird takeaway, I know, but it's <laughs> noticeable. <laughs> hey, do you guess who I wish I could trade places with in this movie? Who's that? The character who gets thrown off a cliff halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the summer of cliff dying. <laughs> Does anyone jump off a cliff halfway through Toy Story 4? There's a lot of jumping off stuff, but nobody, I don't think anybody dies. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. I will uh, sum up how this maybe mood me, maybe mood me. Why can I speak? My accent, I was going into my native tongue there. <laughs> I'll sum up how this movie made me feel in one of the songs. Oh, I just can't wait to be dead. Ooh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, there was there was a movie I liked that I saw. Oh, really? Because it sounds like a lot this of negativity. Year. There is. I was trying to think. I, I know there's a lot of shit out there. Yeah. I was trying to think of the movie I saw last that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was I was watching the Netflix. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I saw the Taylor Swift Reputation Stadium tour. Oh. Okay. It's yeah. listed under. It. I loved it. Oh wow! If you if you if you go on to Netflix. Search the genre, rockumentary. That's what it's labeled under. Oh no way! Yes, no, I loved it. I loved it. Sorry, the old Dennis can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because he's watching Reputation Tour again. Ooh, yes. <laughs> hey, it's glad to hear you like something. Yeah. Oh, I only have Netflix just because I watch this movie all the time. Yeah, watch what you love. How many times did you say you watched it? How many? Yeah. I'd say over two. Wow. So, three? Yes. (laughs) 
three times. That's a lot of times to watch that. Yes, it's over two hours long. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Four hours. That's six yeah. hours of your life. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like two midsummers. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about it that makes it better than all those other movies? Halfway through, Taylor Swift jumps off of a cliff and dies. <laughs> Anyways, yes, that's all the movies I've seen so far. Well, hey, well, thanks for coming. The ones in. I would review for you guys. Yes, thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's always great to hear your take. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I can't wait for the Cats movie. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Oh uh, man, Dennis ain't here, everybody. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, wow. always great to see that guy. Yeah. Hey, do you guys so- just want to? Just want to shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. You just want to shoot the shit. Sure. Shoot the shit. What cereal do you think Winona Ryder would buy in a, in like the cereal aisle? She seems like a Lucky Charms lady. No yeah. way. You don't think so? No way. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Hey, do you guys think Aunt Jemima was a real person? I don't know. You know Mavis? I think it was Mavis teaches typing. Mavis like Beacon. That. She's not a real person. She's not. Yeah. I don't know who that oh, is. Shit. Made her up. She's a typing tutor. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. shit. Yeah. You guys read any good books lately? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Do you like Anna or Elsa better? Elsa. I think with Anna, you just gotta let it go. <laughs> Shooting the shit. Shooting the <laughs> shit. shit. Matt, what was it exactly about the cats in the cat trailer that set you off? It was like their skin type morph suits uh, was like nice, but their weird makeup was like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Real mm-hmm. conundrum. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. You could change your eyes to any color, what would they be? Green. Green? Brown? Yeah. Or like a hazel color? Yeah. I'd just appear white, you know? That's, that's creepy. Be super creepy. But you never know if you're, I'm looking at you or not. <laughs> Just wear sunglasses, man. Nah, your eyes would be cooler. <laughs> okay, Matt, would you want your cool white eyes or, like, the coolest sunglasses ever? Oh, the white eyes. You joking me? Yes, you joking me. I was joking you, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Oh my god, I just got a text notification. Oh yeah? It's from the, it's from the potties. <gasps> did I, did I, did I get it? No? Said they missed, they, they missed one of, they missed one of the nominations. I knew the it, did. I knew it. Oh my god, let's see what it says. It's gonna it be says, for like best co-host nomination for Matthew Minor, I just know it. Uh, it says best? Yeah? Best movie pitch? Yes. I have some good ones. I, um, man. Over what ninety one episodes now? I've up some pretty hot stuff. We got some good ones. This one was for uh, something something called the Loin King. The, the Loin. Did we do that? Did we do that? I don't. I didn't do that. We didn't do that. So it's not for me. No. Fine. Just realized this isn't my phone. Someone left this in here. Sorry, that's not mine. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, man. I got your hopes up. I mean that's a that is a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Lion King. Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time. Well, when they hear today's movie pitches, they're sure surely 
Yeah, those are going straight to the top. Correct their mistake. But uh, I think that's that's going to do it for this this week's this month this this episode of the podcast. We're so laid back and chill with when we drop these. Oh yeah, yeah. The only thing that's that I drop that's really any kind of rigid structure is my dukes. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us on all the uh, regular social medias. We got our uh, Twitter at the SM uh, EXP on Instagram. The SM Experience, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you can like and subscribe to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Jim Jam. You, uh, you can go to your vinyl record shop and buy vinyl records with our podcast on them. Pretty yeah, sure. pretty sure. We're, uh, we're, we're putting so much money into vinyl printing. Mm-hmm. It's coming back in a big way. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're on... TikTok. I don't know. We're going to Bumble. <laughs> yeah, we're on Bumble. Swipe right, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's wrapping up episode number 191. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another jam in a little bit. Goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Jennifer. Bye, Steve. Bye. Any listeners, anything you want to say, anything you want to plug? And goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, I've been on Ellen Kick. Who? Elton. You know Ellen. Oh, I thought you said Ellen. That too. Love that way that way lady dances. <laughs> and that's going to do it. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Hey, you dipshits. Get the fuck out of here. So I swiped right on Bill like a couple months ago and <laughs> you could say I have a thing for guys who uh, can pull so many napkins out of their blazer. Like that is just like, how did he even do that? That's amazing. Um, but uh, he just, you know, a guy has to be funny for me uh, to bother with like, you know, a second or third date. So is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Do your moms do that? Don't it's a magician, Den. <laughs> what? You're thinking of magicians. Fuck. Really? I do like oh. use that. Just Don't they do? The no, moms definitely do that. What? <laughs> what? No, they, everything's, they don't they have believe. anything. Oh, they don't fuck. have anything. They don't do that? Yes, they do. Find no, me a mime. No, that's mind. magicians. It's a magician. Shh.